Did You Have To is a proud member of the But Why Though podcast community. Welcome back to another thrilling episode of Did You Have To, the podcast where we talk about the live adaptations of your favorite animations as well as anime in general. I'm Kate. And I'm Nisha. And today we're talking about My Hero Academia, Two Heroes. Yes. I have been waiting for this movie to come out in the dub for a while. Yep. Mostly because, and don't at me, I totally love subs, but Chris Sabat as All Might is something Uh. I cannot hear, not him. (laughs) It is hard to get used to. Like, it depends on, like, like, trying to finish up the third season. I was just like, yeah. I really just want, I'm trying to hold out for the rest of, you know, the dub, but it's hard. So I went ahead and I watched it. And like the whole time I was like, that's not his voice. It's, yep. I, I, I need, because whenever yep. I hear All Might talk for like an extended period of time, all I can think of like, that's Vegeta. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I I did the exact same thing. I binge watched the first two seasons of My Hero and mm-hmm. then I was like, well, I can wait for the dub where I can watch this. I really need to see what happens next because of how it ends. Yeah. Because of how season two ends, I mm-hmm. couldn't wait. So I watched the sub and I was just like, oh, my God. This it's, is hard. It's, it's not yeah. as bad as Dragon Ball Super, but mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of bad. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Dragon Ball Super, I cannot watch the sub of ever. And I think it's truly because I'm not used to those no, voices coming out of voice, dude. Yeah, it's his voice. It's it's, it's so high pitched. I I mean, I don't know. It's just not. I'm not used to it. it it's but mm-hmm. again, it's one of those things. Is like, how were you first introduced to this anime? Exactly, and like and that's, that's how I think of it. Because like, yeah, I think that's a perfect example. Because like with My Hero Academia, I was introduced to the dub first. Like I read the manga, but then like still watching the dub first. That's the voices of the cast for me. Oh, yeah. It's the same reason that, like, I can't listen to... I, I refuse to watch old-school Sailor Moon episodes in sub. Whew. Oh, you mean, like, the Canadian dub? Where she's I a love- valley girl? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird to, like, when you realize, huh, I don't know which one is her. Like, I had to go back and remind myself. Like, I always thought she, like, had this valley girl accent. And I was trying to remind... Like, why would she have a valley girl accent if she's in Japan? Pretty much. Yeah, that's a discussion for another day. But yeah, as Kate said, guys, we are here to talk about My Hero Academia, Two Heroes. This is the first movie, or first um, animated movie, anime movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's the first anime movie that went to theaters for the My Hero Academia franchise. And it is glorious. It's so good. Um, Mm -hmm. So it is from 2018. It is based on the manga, obviously, and it's pretty much like all anime movies is standalone. Pretty much. That's it. <laughs> if you go into this hoping for the story to continue after wherever, I guess, you think it takes place in the anime series, think again. It'll never yeah. be mentioned. <laughs> I don't expect it to ever be brought up or for you to see any of these new characters ever again. Maybe if we're lucky, maybe, but yeah. I, I doubt it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's get into it. So I'll read the quick synopsis off the back of the Blu-ray. Um, (laughs) (laughs) ranked the number one hero anime, oh, sorry, 
Deku and his friends take on a daring rescue operation when villains hack into iExpo, the world's leading hero item exhibition. All Might is trapped by their sinister plan and his best hope for saving everyone lies in the new generation of heroes. And yeah. So, I mean, we can give a few, a little more context. That's literally what it says on the back, on the back of this DVD. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's very broad. It's very, it's, it's very succinct. You don't really know what's happening. Um, essentially, there's like this giant like convention, like tech show type thing, like this expo mm-hmm. happening. And it's a place where everybody can use their quirks however they want. There are no restrictions on it because mm-hmm. plot. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh and there, everybody, a whole bunch of people get invited. Deku goes as All Might's guest, and mm-hmm. they have like this really cute little like father son. Like All Might is one of the best fathers in anime. He is. Don't at me. He is. <laughs> yes, he is the best. He is the best dad. When you have what we have, he's next after J- Vegeta. Exactly. No, he's he's better than Vegeta. I will he is. say that. Yes. <laughs> and oh. uh, they have like this really cute exchange in the beginning. Where yeah. Deku's like, but shouldn't you be bringing somebody you're related to? And and Alma was like, what we share, boy, is thicker than blood. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god, it's so cute. He's such a good mentor. I know. Um, so he takes Izuku Midoriya, or Deku, because I'm just going to call him Deku. Deku, because yeah. that's who he is. Um, mm-hmm. He takes him up to I Island, which is this floating place. Like I said, you can use your quirks. Um, but it's also where a lot of the hero technology comes from. So mm-hmm. a lot of the suits and a lot of the support stuff comes from there, um, at least uh, so far as, like, advances in technology. It's, yes. like, this big research island in the sky. Um, and throughout, like, the first 30 minutes of the movie, Deku just randomly finds all the other UA kids. <laughs> yes. Who are all there for some reason or another. Because plot or somebody's dad was invited because they're rich and exactly. they know like, them. Momo is just there because her parents had tickets. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, well, I invited the other girls, and that's how they ended up here, and then, uh, what is it, Todoroki's like, my dad got invited, but he's too busy, so I went for him as a yeah. representative. The only per- so, honestly, like, the only two people that I could see, like, actually having business there is Todoroki and Bakugo, because Bakugo got, got invited because prior mm-hmm. to this, um, he won the sports, uh, the sports, uh, what's it called? The sports competition at school. Yeah. Where they had to tie the poor boy to a stake. <laughs> because he was not pleased with the results of his fight with Todoroki. Nope. We're not, go- we're not here to unpack Bakugos. <laughs> you leave a baby issues. alone. I know. He has I- not fulfilled his emotional <laughs> arc at this point. <laughs> I-, I promise there'll be no Bakugo slander. He, he actually did very well in this movie. Yeah, um, he's actually, like, part of me is, like, if you hate Bakugo, just watch season three of My Hero Academia and watch this movie. He's not mm-hmm. bad. I will say, like, after, like, one, the manga definitely opens my eyes to, like, Bakugo is not as bad as everyone thinks he is, and it just takes time to understand his character. Similar to Vegeta, Mm-hmm. He has other layers, and people just have to take the time to get to know those layers and his motivations. Gasp! You mean he's a shonen rival? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what I described, isn't it? Um, but uh, yes, that is that is a shonen and, rival by definition. And I will say this. If you want to hear my actual essay on... In defense of Bakugo, <laughs> I have written that, and that's on oh the I just 
Just type I just want to give you. Bar. I just I want to buy you a whiteboard, and we can live stream this one day when we just have extra money to burn, and we let you do a TED talk of like, and to give you like this long ruler, and you slam the, the board oh, and be like, "Hell yeah!" Here is why Bakugo is an angel, and you all are wrong. I will. <laughs> that is you. You know what I will do? You know what I will do? I will cosplay as Bakugo's mama and do that shit because all of y'all out there need to understand that that poor child has been pushed his entire life. Yeah. That's my baby. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Um, (laughs) I did want to add the other thing about the first like 15, 30 minutes of this movie is you get to see young All Might. Oh, yes, that's right. It opens up with Young All Might. It's so good. It is so good. And so for the for you guys to get an idea of why we're seeing Young All Might. So All Might has a friend who is on I Island and he's a top researcher and scientist. But him and that friend go way back. They were friends when All Might was a, studying abroad in America. I don't think they specified where in America. They just said America. Yeah. <laughs> and you just see two bald eagles fly over. So I'm like, Texas? Okay. It's America. Um, America. And so his friend, I, I want to call him the Tony Stark of the My Hero Academia world. That's, That's a very apt description. Yes. And like without the cockiness and snarkiness of Tony Stark, he is like a genius. Like he built a flying car and him and All Might are like actually, chasing bad guys. Actually, the better one would be um, Hank Pym. You, you're right. Because He's a Hank, Hank Pym. Yeah, because Hank Pym, super smart, big inventor, makes a whole bunch of stuff, and ultimately is driven mad by his ability mm-hmm. to not save people. Yep. You know what? Yep, we're going to go with that. So he's basically the <laughs> Hank Pym of the My Hero Academia world. And so he's like the, the top, top researcher of everything. So you get to see like this nice little cool, you're op- you open up with this cool flashback or whatever of all my fighting crime and it's like he's making his debut in america at that point <laughs> and he's pursuing these like villains and stuff oh so i will say this though mm-hmm. look up a still or like a, i'm pretty sure it's on youtube but like the opening i want that plus ultra jacket that yeah. all might is wearing in the opening scene that that would be a good one that would be good it's also plus ultra and has like sakura blossoms on the back mm-hmm I would say, I, I do want to know, was it jarring for you to see All Might's po- peoples? It was. <laughs> it was so weird. He reminded me of, what's that? That guy who can phase through stuff and is naked all the time? Yes. That oh, guy. M- Mirio. Yeah. That's who it reminded me of. Yeah. I, I and it's, dang it, I don't want to give spoilers yeah. away, but if y'all know who Mirio is, y'all understand why he mirrors All Might so much. I I would like the world to know that I have done a quick Google search mm-hmm. and that uh, member's jacket that uh, All Might has has Plus Ultra on the back, you can in fact buy oh? for $45. That's not bad. Ooh. And it ranges in sizes small to quintuple XL. I need that. There's a size for everybody. It is awesome and it's available in black navy and green so hey people out there if you love me and kate and y'all ever want (laughs) to if you ever want to like just gift us something i wear a small um kate 
you tell the people your size if you want. Um, just or d- hit us up in the DMs and <laughs> send us those jackets. I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, that that I I that was another thing I liked is seeing the different like costumes and like just I don't know what it is about like seeing characters in like casual wear. It's great. It is great. It's because anime characters wear the exact same thing every damn day. Yeah. That's true. I get tired of it's that. It's like watching a shoujo scene in their uniforms for 12 episodes and the last two, they're at a party. <laughs> <laughs> they're at the Christmas date and then they're actually mm-hmm. wearing casual clothes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that was something I really enjoyed. And now I know I want to get that jacket. Um, but yeah, it was kind of jarring to see his peoples too. And I'm just like, dang, our boy has been through some, through, been through some things. <laughs> Um, oh yeah yeah oh yeah uh, but it was so great to see like young all might in action because mm-hmm. when we see him in the anime he's he's at his end and yeah. I, I think like the one thing that i really loved and it's something i think that we get a big sense of in this in in this movie and i think it's one of the reasons why i love my hero is um my hero is extremely shonen mm-hmm. but it is also extremely american comic book like a lot of the tropes that they use um fit into like the the western or specifically like uh, um if you don't know a lot about like superheroes and comics um the us is actually one of the only places for the longest times Mm -hmm. that had these traditional superhero arcs that we, so we kind of created this and it exported and then we started getting uh, other countries started doing it and stuff like that. And so like the way Americans, um, you know, people in the United States shape their hero tropes for superheroes is different than what happens in like shonen because they're not necessarily our superheroes right Mm -hmm. and my hero academia does this really good job of blending the two yes and there's a scene where deku's and i love deku because deku's just the fanboy and he's all of us (laughs) Um, yes he starts geeking out over all might's costumes and he said, and he walks through the ages, and he says, mm-hmm. "Bronze Age, Silver Age, and then the best, which is Gold Age, is the Golden Age." Mm-hmm. Um, all of the things that he references are different. So that was really cool. It was like it was a nice little nod there. No, I, and it happens in the beginning. Um, yeah, and you you just get to yeah. see um, how All Might's changed through the years, which very much mirrors how some of our favorite heroes mm-hmm. here in the U.S. have changed. Mm, that's very true and also another thing about how Deku goes through like why he's geeking out over um All Might's costumes through the years he's it's because like the guy who is dang it what is his name I should have the characters list up (laughs) my bad y'all basically All Might's friend who's the top researcher the Hank Pym of the My Hero Academia world he's created all of All Might's costumes yeah or uniforms I feel like costumes is, is better. Um, either way, he created... David? So he's... Hmm? Yeah. Yes, David. Thank you. Um, <laughs> David is the curator of, like, all of All Might's clothes. Like, he even, like in the beginning, they make a little joke. It's like, man, we got to make you something yeah. that you don't burn <laughs> off anymore. Because, like, All Might can't... He can't... His quirk is so strong, and all of the fights he gets in causes his clothes to, like, d- basically just shred away. Uh. But yeah, Same. no, it, and it, it, it's funny because, like, that happens with all the characters. Yes. Especially like, in this movie. <laughs> well, like, I just think of, like, man, how much, like, 
has anybody figured out like how to give Todoroki some clothes that won't get burnt or <laughs> freeze or like be damaged so he can actually like keep using them? Because I just imagine yeah. like living in that household with his dad. Your daddy got it. His suit is fireproof. So y- y'all need to like hook up Todoroki with something. I just <laughs> it's something yeah. like that or like it, or even Bakugo. Like I, it's a oh, miracle. Yeah. The He's boy's not skin sh- secretes kerosene. Like <laughs> right, like nitro, like nitroglycerin. Oh yeah, nitroglycerin. It's, yeah, nitro oh, I thought it was. I thought it was like all the accelerants, whatever it no, is. No, no, like, I think I think it's just nitroglycerin. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. Because I think someone. <laughs> this I don't remember if it was mentioned in the manga or if somebody made this in a meme, but like nitroglycerin has a sweet smell to it, so people are like, Bakugo must always smell sweet because he sweats nitroglycerin. <laughs> Oh, he's such a sweet boy. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to enjoy that. Um, but yeah, I just, I like when things like that are addressed. And um, going back to your comment about how My Hero Academia does a really great job of blending the Western superhero themes with anime and like specifically shonen. I love that too. And I like how like Deku is definitely us. He's a meta version <laughs> of us and he talks yes. about it and there's just like I, I like how that's addressed like the costume the whole costume thing because i feel yeah. like when you look at traditional shonen i'm using dragon ball z as an example like how many outfits do they go through in a in a single battle too many too many like they get shredded they get destroyed they get shot through and it's just like i know chi chi and Bomo gotta be tired of making y'all clothes <laughs> so somebody say something but then like it's like it's just a little thing for me it's like when they actually talk about like the science behind it um so yeah the first 30 minutes we're definitely introduced to like new characters um we're introduced to the well all my quote-unquote niece who we're gonna also look up her name because i'm terrible at memory melissa, melissa thank you a very american name <laughs> <laughs> It's so weird. It's almost, it's weird to like have very American names in like this show that I'm used to like the very like um, Asian or Japanese names that are usually in the show. So yeah, we meet Melissa. Deku does his little nerdy thing and gets nervous when she touches his hand, which I'm like, oh, look at my little cinnamon roll. <laughs> and, but <laughs> it's, so I enjoyed this. I One, because I remember... This is getting a little off base or off track, but remember when we were first talking about like how My Hero Academia was announced that it would be getting a live action? Yeah. So then this whole movie reminds people that All Might is Japanese. Yes. He's not American. Yeah. And, and that was something that I initially thought. I was like, oh mm-hmm. shit, it's All Might in America. He is American. And then they say his name and I was like, he is not American. Right. And I remember like people like making the argument and everything like, oh, All Might can be played by American. He's blonde and he, like, he has a niece who's American. I'm like, but he's not American. His name is definitely not American and he is from Japan. Like them addressing like yeah. All Might's heritage and everything was just like a reminder for me to be like, I told y'all yeah. he's not American. So now, when this is- movie happens... And it is one of those weird things, though, like, when it comes to casting in live action stuff, because his entire mm-hmm. power set is based on, like, Texas Smash, Detroit yeah. Smash. Like, it is a very Americanized power set. Oh, yeah. But I think that's because it's the, um, I, I feel like it's the creators giving a nod to this traditional superhero mythos. Oh, for right. sure. And so. I love that a lot. And and we also find out why he names his attacks after yep. places. It's because de- he names... One of his attacks after um, where Dave's home state, and that's California Smash. 
Yep. So during his time in America, when he was a rookie hero, he that's where he was developing all these names. And I'm assuming it's maybe places that he liked that he visited while he was there. But like, we know that California Smash is named in honor of David's home state, yep. which is adorable. And yay, friendship. Also, which is really good because he's really lonely in the anime. Oh, All Might? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I imagine. So I just like his, 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 like, teacher. The evil rabbit and Deku and the nurse know. <laughs> and somebody else. But if you haven't seen season three, I'm not going to spoil it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Don't. Yeah, we'll leave that alone. Um, but no, I do. I often think about that. It's just like this man is basically have a terminal illness and he knows he's going to die at some point in the near future. But he has like the biggest heart. And I just want I just want All Might to be okay. I know. Oh, and now I'm making I myself know. sad. So yeah, as the story progresses, we introduce to Melissa and David. Like now All Might and David are reunited and they see each other once again. David's like surprised to see him there. He wasn't expecting this at all because Melissa set it up. Um, however, All Might starts steaming, and we know what that means when that happens, and yeah, he poofs, and like before that happens, everyone's put rushed out the room. Deku goes wait, on a tour wait, of he Melissa. What? He what, um, what is this depower stage? Hmm. I said poof. Yeah. <laughs> is that the wrong? I don't it's know. Just, what it's it, no, no, no. It's it just like it's it's such a technical term, Nisha. And then he poofs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how I think about it. Whenever he like has his little moments, because I feel like the sound it makes is like you're not poof. wrong. It is definitely a poof sound effect. Yeah, uh, I'm like thinking of the little baby from Fairly Odd Parents. Poof. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he poofs, and then David sees like. So I guess from this we can understand, we can assume that David was aware of All Might's injury too. So he's also another person who knows of his secret, uh, but he didn't know to yeah. what extent or how bad it was, and he didn't know what his power like that. He doesn't know the. Um all for one yeah so he just knows that all might was injured really badly in a fight but he doesn't he's not someone who knows where the source of his power comes from or that he can pass it on to his predecessor which is now deku so he has no idea about that but he does know that all might isn't doing well so like he puts him into a machine and basically does a bunch of tests to see like his pseudoscience quirk levels um yeah, I, was, I think it was quirk levels to see how much they've dropped in like the last three months. And like seeing that chart was scary. I was like, good dang it. It's terrifying. And it puts in perspective just how ill All Might is. Right? Because I think we forget when we watch the anime of like how happy he usually, like the man coughs up blood. The man coughs up blood when he laughs yeah. too hard or when he gets too excited. And, I, and we forget that. But like, and I guess... To guess where we're at from the anime point of view, I would assume this is taking place. We know it's taking place after the sports festival, but it's not before he has his big fight with um, One for All in yeah. season two. And I mean, like that's um, y'all can yeah. deal with that spoiler. And yes, it'll and happen. that's a weird and that's a weird thing because like it says here that it takes place between the second and third seasons, but it can't because Baku goes there, and that's not a problem. And um, the one for all is still like this weird or all for all for one. one all for one is the bad one, right? All for one. One for all. One. For Dang all. it! Oh God, pa bear with us, y'all. 
It is confusing. It, 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 uh, hold on. Yeah, all for one is the bad one. One oh, okay. for all is the good one. Because I guess you think of it like one going to all versus all coming to one. Oh my god, you're right. Okay, thank you for the explanation. So yes, <laughs> all for one is the bad guy. And it's just, that is the most confusing villain name. And I hate it so much. But yeah, um, like they mention him and they name drop him. And you know that he exists at this point. So I have to assume it's after season two. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so it is between two and three. Okay. Yeah, and they, they've fair. and they've already done like their in the field training with their heroes. So they don't have licenses still, but they've at least done the their internships for training. Um, yes. So we know like where they're at school wise and everything. So from there. Uh, basically Dave is super concerned and worried about him and like all my just you know same as always he's like nope it's cool I gotta do it for the fans and you know keep giving people hope and all my just carrying the burden of everyone on his shoulders like he always does <sighs> which he shouldn't have to um <laughs> but yeah so we then yeah. go to yeah I just I feel so bad for all my I just want to give him a hug um <laughs> And so, like, Deku and Melissa are, like, walking around the expo. She's showing Deku all this technology. <laughs> then Deku runs into the girls from his class, which is, like, Uraka, Momo, and... Forgive me, I cannot remember the other ones, but... I'm sorry, she has a really stupid quirk, so I don't remember who she is. The one with the headphone jack? Yeah. I feel like she she comes in handy in just, like, very... She's She's, she's an eavesdropper. That's um, all she does. That's it. I mean, like, unless you, like... I, and I hope, like, later on in the series, I want them to, like, what are other capabilities? But, like, she's truly one of those where she's great for spying and recon, and, like, that's pretty much all we know. But I like her a lot, and I want more. But I want to know what else she can do. I all- have no strong feelings. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> well, I like playing with her in the in the in the game for the Switch. Ah, uh, that makes sense. So I like, didn't get to play that because Nisha was not <laughs> the best person to be showing me to play it at like eleven o'clock at night in a bar. I know, <laughs> and we never got a chance to play, and I feel so sad. You're supposed to play with your baby Bakugo. Um, <laughs> another time, friend. Another time. <laughs> <laughs> um but yes so like i like her like in the game because you like oh, okay she does have like different capabilities but i want to see that in the anime and i want to see like what does J- jiro that's her name what does what else does jiro do and right now it's truly just recon and that's it so yeah those are the three they run into <laughs> and that's when they explain like oh what are you? <laughs> that's like the weird montage of them just continually running into people like after the girls, they run to Ida, then they run into Mineta and the yep. shocky guy. I can't remember his name either. I don't remember either. his name. Um, I remember Mineta because he's And they're there because they like annoying. thought it would be easy to work there that for, while they're on vacation and they'll get to go to the expo and meet girls because Mineta is gross. Yeah. I was Ugh. like, I only ever remember Mineta because he's terrible. But is right. it, is it um, Kirishima? Is that the... Yeah. Oh no, Kirishima is the spiky hardened. Kaminari? Kaminari. Okay, yes. Yeah. Kaminari is the electric guy, yeah. Yeah, Kamin- that's Kaminari. And it's but, weird because uh, I. <laughs> yeah, Kaminari and Kirishima are together, though. They're, they're working. 
No. So Kirishima's with Bakugo. Oh, that's right. Because he, yeah. he was um, Bakugo's plus one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Bakugo reluctantly took him. <laughs> Which Bakugo just has to admit, like, he knows he's his friend. Like, admit it. You're friends. He just yep. doesn't, he's just, he always calls him a dumbass, but Kirishima is the sweetest little, he's the best boy. He's a sweetheart. He is. He really is. He is respectful and he is hardworking and he's encouraging. Everyone deserves a friend like Kirishima. And I won't gush anymore because then I'll go into me bragging about him in the manga because he's awesome in the manga too. Um. Anyways, so they all meet up. Ida's also there because his family is famous and he is also rich and that is why he is there. <laughs> Um and yeah and then you you find out the other students you see other students like in other scenes like in the background of like walk while they're walking to go like get something to eat yeah and you like recognize them like oh there's other AU students here I'm like how the heck did y'all afford to get here but I guess I shouldn't underestimate how rich y'all are no um, no yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah you there are other students there but these are like the core students who are going to be involved with this plot. So as the story goes on, they all end up at a party and they all, Ida being me in these situations, is planning on when everyone should meet up and trying to control the situation. Um, so they all agree to meet up and then they go on to like later on that evening and by some chance everybody is late. All the kids are late, but like All Might's at the party and dun dun dun, the party is taken over by bad guys i i feel like that's the best word for them they're just yeah, pretty much you, you, yeah. you know villains yes villains thank you <laughs> <laughs> they say villains so much in this dang series and i go to bad guys but yeah so villains um and it seems that they are there to take control of the building of the i island security and everything so they take first they capture they well first they've had it looks oh sorry I'm stumbling. This reminds me a lot of Die Hard. You're not wrong. Right. It, like at all. It it basically when they when the villains come in and they've like kidnapped everyone, this is almost like shot for shot Die Hard. And Deku and the kids are what is this guy's name? John McLean. That is the Yeah, Bruce Willis. Yeah. The yeah. kids are the kids are basically John McClane. <laughs> And everybody else is in Die Hard. And I guess that would make all my, like, John McClane's wife in this situation from the movie. You're um, not wrong. Thank you. I, I appreciate this is you the seeing perfect. It. It's anime Die Hard. That thank is the you. perfect, like, explanation right? of what this movie is. Right? Like, the latter half of it. That's what it is. So, yeah, basically anime Die Hard is happening now and the kids see like, oh, snap, villains are happening. And it's why the children are adorable. So what did you think about the whole scene of them arguing whether they should do something or not do anything? I thought that it was realistic. And Mm -hmm. that's actually like that's one of my favorite things um, that happens in the anime because Mm -hmm. like it shows that they're not just fearless. Right. Because like a lot of the shonen stuff, it's. It's like, we're just going to go in and we're going to do this. But and then it's also at the same time, it really brings home All Might's point, which is a point throughout the whole movie, is that some people's bodies react faster than they think. And Mm -hmm. it's because they're doing that because they're pure heroes. They just have the good in it and they don't think. But I think 
what the discussion does for me and what it did and what it does in the actual series too is it points out that these are still children yes they still have to go by rules and they still think about that and they're scared Mm -hmm. and so for me that's an element of my hero that i really appreciate and was something that i appreciated in the movie i agree so I like the fact, even though it's like, at first when you're watching it, you're thinking like, why are y'all like wasting time? Like you don't, like you're the only ones that can save the day. But then you realize, no, they have to talk about these things. Because it's not just that they'll get in trouble with school. It's the fact that like, hey, we're going to be putting our lives on the line. We don't have our gear. We don't have like our, our, our stuff to protect our bodies that we usually have when we're training. Like this is a real life situation and we're going to be jumping in head first if we actually go through with this. So, I mean, it shows that they're not reckless for one. I mean, you know, um, not talking bad about your baby, but he's just always ready to go in guns a blazing. No, but so is Deku. So is Deku. So is Deku. I'm not, I'm like, I'm not shaming him. I'm just saying both of them are so eager to help. Whereas like <laughs> with different motivations, oh, yeah. but it's still the fact that like it, you need those sound voices like Ida and Momo to say like, look, we ain't got our licenses. We got to figure out a plan. We need to like find out what's going to be the best course of action. So like them talking about like, well, if we don't engage with them like head on, then we'll be fine. We won't get in trouble. And then that also leads to them talking about like, but, and then Ida being like, yeah. well, the first sign I see trouble, I'm getting y'all out of here. Exactly. And I, I, I love that about Ida, how he's always, cause like, that's another thing in season two where he's like, I want to help my friends too, but I don't want you to get in trouble and I don't want you to die either. Exactly. So it's just like, oh, these are like actual real life emotions that these characters are having and have to consider because they're doing dangerous things at age 14 and 15. And yeah, I just, I like that they're showcasing those feelings and concerns. Um, yeah, I do too. Yeah. So then from there, the kids put their plan to action and basically it's to get to the top of the tower to get the, ha- get the people who hacked the building, the island security with Melissa, who knows how to do it, which yay for Melissa for not being scared. Um, not, not saying it was wrong for the other ones to be scared, but like she was like scared and she recognized that, Hey, I know I might get in the way, but I know yeah, you but need me. Yeah. Like, that's the difference. It's not that you're, like, saying anything wrong for people to be scared. Like, you're just saying, like, if anybody was going to be scared, it was going to be her. Because she has no quirk. Right. And I I think that was something... Because she had a whole... Her and Deku had a whole moment where she she gave him that gauntlet thing for his arm. Um, And she's just like, well, I don't have a quirk. I wasn't born with one. But I want to be an inventor like my dad. I want to be able to, like, help people and do these things. So, like, when she has her whole thing, point about, like, I'm not, I don't have a power. I might get in the way. But if you guys can get me to where you, I need to be, then I can do my part. And, like, she's, like, again, these girls are running in heels, like, going upstairs, trying to avoid the villains, doing all this stuff. And they're all doing it for the sake to save All Might and the hostage and the other heroes and the hostages that are there without quirks, too. So, yeah, these children just deserve the world. Um, they do. They're just so good. They are. They're good kids. Um, so, yeah, from there, like, that's the plan. Get Melissa up to the control panel so she can and have them take it back from the villains. So, as they go up the stairs, it felt like, again, this reminds me of Castlevania, another thing, where you have to, like, get, you come in contact with, like, a boss or a villain on the floors they're getting to after a certain stage. So... They do that. Um, we find out that Bakugo and Kirishima had gotten lost. 
and they run into the villains themselves also. And so this is where we get into like more of the action stuff. So how did you, what, how did you, not how did you like, what did you like about the action scenes or did you like them? I love them. And it's one of the reasons why I keep coming back to my hero is because Mm -hmm. the action scenes are extremely well done. They focus a lot on the movement and the power and they do really well of like, I love Dragon Ball Z, but one of the things I don't like about it is they're just little tiny dots. And it's yes. like, zip, pa pa pa, zip, pa pa pa. And like, <laughs> what I love about My Hero Academia is you see every piece of that fight. Um, mm. Also, what I liked too is, and I think they did it specifically because like, a uh, plot, like you have to be able to tell All Might apart from Deku too. Like, I love, whenever Deku goes green, I get excited. Yes. <laughs> the green He's electricity. Like- Yes, um, and I think that there's like the other piece of the part, the plot too, is because uh, because Melissa gives him that arm thing. Mm-hmm. He's actually able to just go all out. Like you don't yeah. go out all out with that one arm, but you get a glimpse at like season three Deku. Mm-hmm. Which is like I love Deku. I love like seeing his like him progress throughout the series. But once you get to season three, you really see like Deku um, evolve. From this kid who is like who doubts himself and like downplays his abilities to like really owning his abilities and like shaping them to be his own, and it's just really cool to see like we got to see a glimpse of that here when you're you know he's not at that point yet, but like him having the oh yeah it was called a gauntlet like him having the gauntlet let him let loose a little bit more and he didn't have to be afraid of like breaking his arms. Because or breaking his arm because he only had one gauntlet. And it also <laughs> shows like the smarts of Melissa to notice it though. Because she's like, mm. I noticed you fighting. And I could tell that you were pulling back. And I think your power is too like it's too much for you to contain. And then she like very quickly makes him that, that gauntlet. Oh, I think she already had it made. No, but she adjusts it for him, doesn't she? Oh, yeah, you're right. She does adjust it so it can fit him. That's right. Yeah. She made, like, she just has a room full of, like, because Melissa's a smart one. She's she essentially, just... like, what's her name? The one with the goggles? Ooh, oh, yes. The, yes, the one who, like, suits out Deku. Um, Dang it. She's in the anime. She has, like, pink hair. Y'all can, dang it, that's not a good enough example. <laughs> Um, bear with us. Yeah, I can't, I can't find it really easily because I, I just know like the main ones. Yeah, it is hard to like try to think of it. Um, goggles. I'm literally putting my hair up. Academia goggles. Girl. Inventor. I'm just gonna put my babies, my hero. Oh, she came up with that. Uh, Hatsumi Mi. Ah, May. Yeah, Hatsumi May. Yeah. Yeah. So she has like... Hatsume. 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 That's how you say it. Hatsume. There Thank you. Yes. Her. She... The girl with... I want to call them pink locks. Like, they literally look like dreadlocks and they're pink. Um, she is the inventor at, um, the... At their academy that basically suits out Deku with a bunch of stuff. Like, support gear. Um, and she's just like thrilled and like she like you're right she is just like her where she like sees how Deku moves and fights and she like tells him like oh you know if you had this you can move better and I can invent this for you but she's like really interested more so in like being a support person for heroes 
And I like that that's basically what Melissa is too in this situation. And it helps Deku to understand like, hey, if you're going to be a hero, you have to think of ways to adapt your body to your powers or adapt your body with your powers, not trying to make the quirk fit your body. Like everyone keeps telling him. And that boy still keeps breaking his body. <laughs> oh, it's like, I, I remember a meme where like Deku breaks his arm. Deku breaks his other arm. Deku realizes, I have legs. I'm like, oh, we have to have a talk, Deku. Like, Deku you breaks his cheek. No. <laughs> his fingers he's, he's broken his damn cheek i know which is like how do you break a cheek deku he finds a way but oh my gosh yeah just y'all can't get get to season three i can't wait for y'all to see deku come into his own in season three um but you're right when he turns green i do get excited because you know deku is like ready to go um and then, oh yeah, I did. I I just want to add my two piece about my two cents about the action scenes. I definitely enjoyed it too because, like you're like you said, they show different elements of it. But I really like how we show they showcased the kids' intelligence. So we see Bakugo fighting somebody, and like I'm assuming he did it on purpose, but he wiped his sweat on the bad guy's hand, or he let it him was, like yeah. Um, he did it on purpose, yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming he did it. I assumed he did it on purpose. And he's just like, it's nitroglycerin. And then, like, it explodes. And I'm just like, wow. Like, you get to see, yeah, Bakugo isn't just, isn't reckless. Like, he actually does plan his attacks. He is clever. And the same thing with Todoroki. Like, these kids are, like, smart. And they try to make a way so that they are helping each other. Like, they're a good team. Like, I like that about it. It's like, everyone knows their role and knows what they have to do in order to get to their goal. I was talking it with Mita. Uh, no, I think that that's probably one of the best things that also it it kind of like evens the playing field. Doesn't even it right because like these villains are still really really mm. um m- they're more powerful. But yeah. at the end of the day, they they they're taught to think outside things, and that's why they're in class one A. Yeah, because they use strategy and they use tactics, and I think outside of um. Outside of a couple of them, they're very aware of their weaknesses and they adapt to it. And I think mm. that there's also my favorite my favorite part during the fight is when um, Uraraka is totally fine with being attacked by those robot things mm-hmm. because she's like, I can only use my power on this one set. I'm like, I have to focus to get you guys up there. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna focus on you know you two, uh, Melissa and Deku, floating up. And I'm probably going to get, like, just handled by these robots. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, like, it's that choice of, like, I have to make the choice to sacrifice to to help everybody in the end. And getting to see each, you know, I think this, I definitely think that this movie does a good job of highlighting each individual 1A stu- uh, UA student mm-hmm. without... Um, Without, while still keeping the story focused on All Might and Deku. Oh, for sure. Like, you definitely... Because it, it one student doesn't outshine the other. Like, Deku definitely has his moment. His moments, I'll say. But it's like, it doesn't... Bakugo, 
like coming in and fighting these villains and everything, it doesn't take away from this story. Like you said, it being centered around Deku trying to like trying to save All Might with his friends. Like you're not distracted from that at all. But we get to highlight other characters. So it's not like and as much as I love Dragon Ball Z, but like in the past with Dragon Ball Z movies, they always basically handled the side characters like everybody got bodied and then Goku would come in with a spirit bomb at the end. Like it would like Vegeta would do a bunch of work and then he'd, he'd loot, he, he would get beaten to a pulp and then Goku comes in and saves the day and he gets all the credit. I'm still not happy with that, but it's gotten better since Brawly. But still my point is there's a bunch of movies that do that. Like Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, um, one piece i'm sure like there's a bunch of examples where like the main character is the sole hero and they're only sh- they get the big showcase but like i like how this one actually showcases the other heroes and i just want to add one more thing like you said the villains are more powerful but they also have a killing edge on the kids like they are ready to kill those children yeah and it's one of the things that's really good is like every and that's why they have to adapt so much is mm-hmm. because like their life literally depends on it yeah, and they have to, and I think that's something that like their their teachers teach them is like when you're in the field, you don't get a second chance. You don't get to try again. It's either you will die. It's like either you succeed or you'll die, or somebody else will like pay the price, or there'll be collateral damage. But there's consequences, and they understand that. And I think that's a situation here where they applied those here. So I'm just gonna keep gushing about these children, but they're so I, good and they're so well done. They are really well done, and they have like everyone. I think someone made the comment about like taking a picture of the class 1A students and like the funny thing is even though Deku is the main character if you were to show that picture to everybody to somebody who's never heard of the series they would not be able to pick out the main character. Yeah and I think that that's like it this is like becoming just a a My Hero Academia episode and more than the movie but like it like Mm -hmm. it's a better Naruto. (laughs) Yep. You're like, not wrong. Because, I mean... This is all of the things that were wrong in that show. You, At me for you all, are right. all you care. Like, but you don't know who the hell... Like, one, all of the extended cast is underappreciated and mm-hmm. underused stairs in Rock Lee. Yep. Um, Let's not even get to Boruto. Oh, how all the women are housewives. I mean, that's kind of how Naruto is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm... Yeah. Yeah. Like... Sorry, Sakura is useless, and <sighs> that's the writer's fault. But, like, the thing is, is, like, outside of, like, Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura, you don't really know other people. But here, like, I can name the 1A students the, for mm-hmm. the most part. And the ones that we have exposure to. And I think that that's, yes. that's definitely really important. And I think, too, mm-hmm. it's one of those things when you go to a con, like, when you go to an anime convention, you see so many different students there. Like, people cosplaying as different students. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you go to a con, you see Naruto, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. And I would like to say that or in the anime... because it's easy. <laughs> True. Well, and I would also like to say is that the students, the ones that we know, like, most of the students, like, even though we can't... I could name a bunch of them from the Class 1A, but I would also say, like... A lot of them get an arc or they get some kind of development through the series and it's well done and it doesn't have to take up a majority 
of the series. Like we understand that Momo is apprehensive and she struggles with voicing her opinions and being heard, but through encouragement and a, like basically going through her exam with Todoroki and him like basically reminding her like, oh, I'm sorry. I overspoke your suggestions. Let me hear your plan. And like have, having that encouragement helps her to move forward and be more confident in herself and to jump into action more instead of overthinking things. Cause she stresses out about that. I'm like, that is real. And then same thing can be like with Uraraka where she goes through her whole battle with Bakugo head on and you see that like oh wow she wasn't just like flinging herself at him and trying to um fight him head on she was making up a plan like she's smart like she actually does try her best yeah and that's one of the like i just i respect every like some of it like you can easily think that a lot of like this inspirational stuff that gets said in the show is like cheesy but i think it all means something like there's Mm -hmm. this like, as we move through the movie, because, like, this back half is just insane fight scenes and you should watch it. Yeah. Um, like, each one of them is talking about how they're going to help and how they're mm-hmm. going to do this and how they're going to make sure that they are contributing. And it's really, really beautiful to see. Yes. Um, do you want to talk about the twist? Yes. So I was just about to, we can just go ahead and get into that because we will gush about these children all day. Um, so the twist, the kids make it to the tower and everything. They get to like the, the, the boss level of the tower. And it is revealed that Melissa's father, David, actually set everything up in order for him to get, get the, I don't even know. It was an invention that the council, I guess, who, the board, whoever like funded his research, decided that it was too dangerous to exist or to be out is. there. Because it is. But like, why didn't y'all destroy it? I'm just if if, if it was too because dangerous to exist. Because mm-hmm. you got to keep that terrible weapon. That is totally a bad idea. Mm hmm. Yeah, they wait to use it when they. It, it just seemed to me, it made me think of like, mm, this is like when Cadmus made Superboy in case Superman yeah. ever went evil. That's exactly what it like. That's or what it like meant for me. all the times Batman has all of these contingency plans for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. I'm like, y'all kept that around because you were scared one day. People with quirks got out of hand and you had to like take them down. So, but like they should have destroyed it. So basically it like multiplies someone's quirk power to obscene levels. Um, so yeah, and basically David's plan was to take it and use it on All Might so he could like what he assumed would heal All Might. Yeah. And he cuz he David truly like we always hear throughout the series that All Might sees himself that he wants to be a symbol of hope and he wants to be a symbol of peace. Uh, as a hero that that was one of his goals and like that's why his whole thing is like I am here and then like, his whole thing of like making people feel comforted and safe when he is going through like when he is fighting villains um so david really does believe that all might is the symbol of peace and he thinks that once all might is gone that like the only reason that japan's crime rate is at i think they said three percent is because of all might so he thinks it's going to get out of control when i all might retires or he dies um, which I understand what people are saying when they say that, but at the same time, I feel like they have to give some credit to the heroes that are all like well, who are out there. But at the same time, though, like this series is like 
it's it's like what happens when Superman dies. Oh yeah. Like yeah. All, all Might is essentially a Superman. Mm-hmm. And so like it like David is coming from a really pure place. Oh yeah. And I agree. It's the same reason why villains want to take out All Might because they want to squash that hope because mm-hmm. like the thing is is even if there are so many heroes out there that are doing things one All Might is god level strong. He's S tier. Um, mm-hmm. not everybody is us here um but more so it's the fact that it's what all might stands for and if you destroy a symbol you can effectively destroy everything that that symbol means for agreed and, and so, i mean like, i understand david but like mm-hmm. bruh they're villains yeah villains gonna villain yeah and... <laughs> like how how are you gonna not think that that's gonna happen like it's gonna happen like it's gonna smart, like we... bud like I, I I think if they could say something like, Oh, and we know that all for one dang it, did I say that right? Yes. All for one. The the bad one. <laughs> all for one is still out there, so that's something that makes the the threat even greater. So that they know he's still around. Um, if when All Might does, you know, retire or is no longer have no longer has the mantle, then that's something that's concerning because that could be the only thing that's keeping him at bay, they think. But so anyways, the reveal is that David hired those villains to basically be a distraction to fake kidnap him so he could get the equipment. But when Melissa sees what her, her Melissa and Deku come in and they see what her father's done, they like, what are you doing? He convinces himself that like, you know what? This was wrong. I shouldn't do this. And <laughs> the villains double cross him. So it's a twist twist. Like, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where like, a homeboy is like the smartest scientist ever. Mm-hmm. And he straight up was like, he fell for the shit where it was like, we're going to hire fake villains mm-hmm. to fake kidnap us. And I'm like, fake. dude. You thought they were fake. How? How? How is? How? Why are you the way that you are, man? Why are you the way that you are? Sheltered. He's been too yeah. busy in his lab. Um, he don't. <laughs> you got to have interpersonal skills and understand that there are people who will take advantage of you and your gullibleness. And one of those people were your re- was your right hand researcher, um, who worked with the villains to do that, and. I think that was a twist. I I just kind of suspected him from the beginning. I don't know what made me suspect him. If anybody has ever shown shadowy in an anime, they're do they're, they're up to some shit. That's right. That's true. I agree with that. So yeah, and dun dun dun, the bad guys double cross him and they kill the assistant. Like they shoot him dead in the face. And again, this show really gets to like, hey kids. These kids want to be superheroes, but this shit is serious, and yeah. you will die. It gets so dark. Mm-hmm. It got dark fast, and it's kind of like, oh, shit, this got serious. And then I think David even gets shot. Yeah, David gets shot in, like, the shoulder. Yeah, so now it's like they are going to kidnap David. They're turning everything around on them, and, like, we're going to take David as a hostage, and we're going to leave with this device, and bye, y'all. Um, oh, but, oh, the other twist is that all for one was revealed to be behind this all along because he reached out to the villains and told them about All Might. That dun, All dun, Might would... Mm-hmm. That All Might... It's not that he... That they know that All Might can't hold his form, but it's that they know that All Might is not what he used to be. So, 
all for one is a bitch <laughs> who gets other people to do his dirty work for him, which, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the, the story goes on. There's like a whole helicopter chase scene with like the bad guys getting. Oh, sorry. So because at this it's point, die hard. It is die hard. hard. It is die hard. Um, So Melissa gets to the control panel. She shuts off the security. Everything gets back to normal. You see all the other UA kids are fine. um, And they're good to go now. And All All Might is now free. And so credit to All Might for being able to control his form for this long. Because it has to have been well over 30 minutes. And we yeah, know it did last ridiculously long. Mm-hmm. But you know, like they probably want to say, like, oh, it was only, uh, like a- an hour. But it's like the sun started coming up at the end of this movie. That man held his form the longest he could while he was like still smoking and everything. Yeah. And I just <laughs> like doing all of that, and then he has to still go and fight. So All Might comes in. They have the big fight. You get to see All Might and Deku fight together, and I think this is the first time we've seen them fight together. It is. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's the first time we see them fight together. It um, gave me such Batman and Robin feels. It it really did. And then, like, the other thing that it gave me, too, is, like, throughout it, you have, like, you have everybody else being inspirational. You have them being inspirational. And one of the things that I like that they do in this movie is it's really, like, a coming – it's, like, a, it's a coming-of-age, like, movie mm. almost for Deku because you have – the entire time you have it juxtaposed by – um flashbacks to like the first episode mm-hmm. where he has no quirk and he has nothing and yep. one of the things that really gets me and one of the reasons why I love this show is um, All Might's persistence to keep smiling through it mm. like never let the smile fall like it 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 sounds stupid but like it means a lot to me because mm-hmm. like I'm a person who just pushes through stuff and I think that like I don't know. I'm probably get added. People tell me not like. <laughs> sorry, like I, I like people say don't tell people to push through things, but like no, like there is Do some you? stuff in life that you have to push through. You can't mm-hmm. just stop because if you stop, you're not gonna overcome it and you're not gonna get to the other side. And so when I see it, it, it it's a Captain America almost like that. Yeah. Like, it, it, no matter what is happening, if you have a goal, you just push and you push and you push and you push you and you push get until back you're there. Up. Yes. You get and back up when you've been exactly, punched down. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's it's one of those things that watching it in this fight and watching him handing that off to the next generation, which is really what this movie is, it's mm-hmm. really heartwarming and it's really inspiring. And it gets at the like I would say to watch this movie because it gets at the heart of what this of, of what the anime represents. Oh, for sure. Um, I just want to add, like, I feel seen when you say, like, the whole, like, sometimes you just really have to push through to get to where you want to be. And because yeah. I feel like I I, 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 re- I love All Might as a character. Like, I, I love everything about All Might. Like, how his whole thing is that he is doing what he's doing for the betterment of society and for others and he and he is so selfless but then like you realize man how much pressure is all might truly under and how much is he going through and you realize he still manages to smile through it all so it's like we all like and i'm not assuming everyone deals with depression i mean maybe you have your ups and your downs but like for me personally i use anime to get through it so i remember like first time i started watching the anime it really helped me to think about like just put on a smile and it's not like 
it's not the whole like creepy thing of telling people to smile even when you're not happy, but it's like try to find something to smile through the pain. Because also remember, All Might, I imagine, is in chronic pain all the time. And he still finds a way to smile. Yeah. And and that's just and, like encouraging to me if I think of situations like that. Like if All Might, who is near dead, coughing up blood, and if and again, he's a fictional character, but it's just something to make me think I can find things to smile about. Yeah. And that's and how that works for me. Oh yeah, and it's one of those things like I don't like for me, I don't take the smile literally so much as I take mm-hmm. it like I think that this is gonna turn into I'm gonna get added, but like I think that there are some pieces to, like, this whole self-care movement now where it does come from a lot of places of privilege Mm. in that, like, some of us don't have a choice but to put on that face and get through things. Like, and it sucks. And I think it's the reason why All Might carries so much on him and why I kind of identify him with with him a little bit is that, like, Mm -hmm. he he is seen as strong by everybody because he refuses to allow himself to be seen as something else. Mm-hmm. And so, except for the people close to them, they don't see when there are cracks in it. And they don't see, like, he doesn't tell people, he doesn't tell everybody that he has no power, his power is fading, or he's dying. Like, he hides it. And, like, I'm not saying that that's healthy, but, like, I'm saying that that's a very real reality for a lot of people who mm-hmm. don't have the option to stop moving or don't have the option to, you know, just just take time for themselves and it sounds bad and i'm not i'm not advocating like burning yourself out or working yourself to death like no. i'm just saying that there are different level like it takes different le- it, there's different levels of burnout mm-hmm. and there are some people and i feel uh, like it takes a lot for me to burn out because i've been taught my entire life like all might tells deku just put on a smile and get through it because mm-hmm. you have to get through it and even when you're you scared like he through. like that's something he tells exactly. him like in deku smiles like and that it's a scene i've and a few different times throughout the series but like deku is so quick to rush into things even when he's scared but through all might he's learned to like smile even when you're afraid like it'll exactly. comfort the it'll comfort the person you're saving but also yeah. it'll give you comfort too yeah. and like, i agree with you too like we all I, i'm not saying we all generally but like i can at least speak for me i know i push myself to my limit and when yeah. I do, I'm exhausted. And like you said, self-care sometimes gets to a point of privilege where not all of us have the luxury of like taking an hour out of the day and decompressing. And like, and self-care is what you make of it. Like for me, it could be like, I am going to strip out of these work clothes and I'm going to take a bath. And I, sometimes I just want to do that, but I got other shit I got to do before I do that. So it's like, and you, when you like have, when you are a high functioning person, it's hard to take that time to do that self-care. So I I totally get what you're saying there. There's just just a lot, there are a lot of real damn adult things that you can take from this anime. And the entire movie is about All Might teaching this mentality to Deku because ultimately Mm -hmm. that is the mentality that is, it fits with Deku's personality because Deku's personality is to be reckless and to rush in because he loves people. He breaks his arms. Exactly. He break. And he will break his entire body. Deku is us. Oh my God, we're Deku. Exactly. Where we Deku. will burn. Like, well, I, I uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, like, it, but it, it is one of those things is like, I think the reason why it's important, it, it's the same reason like my mom told me when I was little, like you're, you're already going to have to work hard. Mm-hmm. But I can at least teach you how to work hard and how to sh- like how to how to be strong. And I think that that is like all might is like this kid is already gonna run into this. I can yep. teach him. To- I can teach him how to at least 
keep doing it right and i can Mm -hmm. teach him how to show to everybody how he does it and he's he's worth he's taking not worth but like he's taking on this mantle and this idea so he has to live it and he has to embody it um Mm. all it is to say is it's really good and you should watch it yes and i just want to add one more thing before we wrap up because i feel like we're gonna we can spiral into an anime is therapy episode from this i know Oh, um, we will follow up that with another mini-sode for that topic. Um, but anyways, I just want to say how cool. I like seeing the fight with Deku and All Might because it's truly like a moment you see All Might is almost passing the torch to Deku. Like, you just see it in certain parts where Deku's keeping up with All Might. Like, in yeah. like he's staying like he's he, step for step he's keeping up with all might they're going they're giving punches they're like a team they're in unison but then i think there's a part there's like this scene where like deku like jumps forward ahead of all might and oh it's when dave looks up and sees deku yeah and he gets a glimpse of what all might used to be and it's basically for him it's like there is still hope after yeah. all might and they're like <laughs> when um when they do the the detroit smash together i don't know if mm-hmm. it was detroit or california i think it was detroit smash that they did. yeah when they do the detroit smash together um it zooms in on deku and mm-hmm. for a second it flashes young all might on top of him yeah and then it goes back to deku and it's so well done like, I mean, you don't have to watch this movie to to know the anime in its fullest, but if you're not aware, like I, I actually think that this is a good intro to my hero. Yeah. In that like you get you get to see everybody in their powers, you get to you get to see everybody's personalities, and you mm-hmm. get to see it wrapped up in a self-contained movie that isn't referenced other places. And it doesn't necessarily spoil you for other seasons either. I um, think it would honestly make people feel more interested to go into the anime. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think that if you're trying to get any of your friends into My Hero or this is the first time that you're really getting introduced to My Hero, watch this movie and then go watch. And, and I, I promise you that you're going to want you're going to want to go watch the anime after that. Mm hmm. It's it, it is a perfect intro. And I think this is the perfect movie for them to start off for this franchise, because I, I foresee we have to get more. We we just have oh, to. Oh, we're gonna have to. Like this is the like this is this is this generation, right? Like Dragon Ball Z was our generation's Dragon Ball Z, and Naruto was that generation's Dragon Ball Z, and now, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> like, uh, my hero is this is this next generation Dragon Ball Z, and the reason I'm using Dragon Ball Z as as a as a as a standard, mm-hmm. um, is because like it's def- it, it defined shonen. And then after that, Naruto defined Shonen. And now my hero is defining Shonen for this current generation. Mm. Um, which is You're amazing right. to see. Um, so. And it's so original. It just, exactly. It just, it's so original. And like what people who aren't typically, I want to say, anime fans can easily get into this. And that's what I yeah. like about it, too. It's a, it's a superhero story. It's a superhero Shonen story. And it's it's, yep. it's well done. It's just well done and amazing. So with that, we will... Oh, so yeah, with that, at the end of the movie, they beat the bad guy, everyone wins, but David is arrested because he did do illegal stuff. No shit. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) We don't know to what context he's arrested, but like we see he's gonna live and And him and his daughter... not referenced in season three. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he will never be referenced again. Um, Ever. I, I I highly doubt they'll ever reference him or Melissa again, which is kind of sad because it'd be cool if Melissa kind of showed up and like, hey, surprise, I already have all these PhDs and degrees, but I want to come here and learn for a little bit. 
Oh yeah. Uh, but She's probably gonna be like Katsume's boss one day. That'll be dope, honestly, because yeah. I her maybe he'll she'll take over I Island while her dad is yeah, incarcerated. Probably will, because like her and because her arc, and we didn't get a lot into it, but like her arc is mainly she's wanted to be her father mm-hmm. this entire time. Ah, uh, yeah, that whole thing where she's just my father's just so good and helps everyone, and I look up to him, and he's like the best person ever. And then like the realization of like your father can have flaws too. Yeah. So yeah, do better, do better, baby girl. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like where it ends and, you know, you feel good about everything. (laughs) Um, so what, what would you rate this movie? Dude, I want to give it like, we're going off of our scale, right? Uh, let's do a regular scale. Okay. Regular scale. Um, one being lowest, 10 being the highest. I give it a 10. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I give it a solid 10. Um, it, it's a great first anime movie, and it, mm-hmm. it I want ten more. It is succinct. It is not super like long or anything. It it's just it is a great first movie for this franchise. And like you said, I want more. Like if Dragon Ball Z can have ten plus movies, we can surely have at least ten of these. Like we have to. So I I just need yeah. I and I need to see more of this because it's so good. Yeah, it really, yeah. really is. And it gives us all of our children in great, great ways. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So with that, did they have to? They did. They I agree. definitely did. Yep. And I'm glad they did. Because you got to see your baby, Bakugo. They did. Yep. And he was, I would say, Bakugo from the anime and Bakugo here. I'm very proud of him. Like I how much too. he's grown. I am too. <laughs> also, um, I didn't ship him and Uraraka before because I ship Uraraka and Deku. But no, li- no, no, bit. you get out of here right little now. A little no. bit. No, get little out. Bit. Get out. A little bit. No. A little bit. We cannot go down the, the ship rabbit holes because I have so many conflicting feelings. Todoroki and Momo. Yes. Okay. That's we can agree on that. We'll agree we can on that. agree. Yes, we can agree on that because they belong together. He's encouraging and listens after exactly. he realizes his his faults. Huh, but I want Deku and Oraka. No, I think that they. I think that they deserve each other. But I also think that ba- it, it's like a Sasuke Sakura like situation a little bit. Yeah, like you have that or, or a Vegeta Bulma where you have like this mm. super super like smart and nice person who rounds yeah. out this really like prickly guy. I kind of want Bakugo to meet his match, though. I want I want a girl who, because most of the girls we've met so far, none of them are like, and I say abrasive in a good way. This way It's just like yeah. someone who is like can match his intensity. Yeah. But like, from one of the girls, and we don't have that yet. Mm-mm. But also, Uraka is on par with Bakugo. I feel like. No, she she won't back down from. She's not afraid of him. Iraq, yeah, that's the thing. Like Uraraka has come a really long way. Yeah, I'll um, say especially that. Especially seeing those two just duke it out. Like Uraraka yeah. wasn't stopping. I um, will say that. <laughs> oh, sorry, you were saying something. No, no, I was just saying like Uraraka wasn't stopping. Like Uraraka mm-hmm. will not quit. No, oh matter yeah, she what. will not. And I think that like I think anyway. I'm starting to shift them a little bit. 
I I will say the damn fan art does not help. There's so much (laughs) fan art and it almost gets me where I'm like, no, I will not. I saw one where it was adult. It was adult Bakugo and adult Uraraka with like a baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like them. And it was so adorable. It's so cute. I love anything that where they're adults. When they're in high school, it's cute too. But like y'all have to know y'all limits. I'm just reminding y'all. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, no inappropriate ships with teachers or students. I, I just feel like I have to keep saying that because y'all be gross. Yeah. Or like but. some people, or I guess I won't blame that on like artists. I'll blame that on the people who manipulate the artist's work. It's the doujinshi people. Pretty much it is. <laughs> um, But yeah. Um, but yeah, also. So, uh, uh, yeah, but if you are listening to this and you want to watch this movie, you can actually head on over to our Twitter and our pinned tweet right now for one more day is a raffle. And what you can do is click on the link, mm-hmm. fill out, do all of the things. So for each action you do, you get different amounts of points. Follow us mm-hmm. on Twitter. Follow our network on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube. Just Look at the link, look at all the things, get all the points, and you can enter for a chance to win a digital copy of My Hero Academia 2 Heroes, as well as an All Might Funko Pop. And who doesn't love Funko Pops, guys? Ooh, yay. Funko Pops. Get addicted. I feel like that should just be their tagline. Funko Pops. Get addicted. Dude, the first Funko Pop I got was a Captain America that I won in a Twitter raffle, Mm. And now I have too many, and I try to hide them from Matt, but we just got an Amazon Alexa, <laughs> and it blinks yellow, and he knows. Nice. I, so my first cool. ones I won from a raffle from Blurred Girl, actually, nice. and I got I got the Black Panther Funko Pop collection. So I have. Oh, are they like are they like the 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 special ones? Yeah. So I have uh, Nakia. I have T'Challa when he is going to the. Um, the challenge, and then I have I the Black Panther suit. I can't find that one suit. anywhere, and that's the one I want. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it so much, but I have not bought any new ones, but My Hero Academia is going to make me do that eventually. I'm caving. Um, I feel like I'm, like, scratching my neck, like I got a fix I need to fix. <laughs> talking about Funko Pops. Um, um, yeah. But, okay. yeah. Um, thanks you everybody um, yes. go enter that and if you want to uh sorry and if you want to support us make sure you rate review and subscribe to us on itunes wherever you're listening make sure you follow us on twitter at dyht underscore pod mm-hmm. and you can follow me at oh my myth randier and you can follow me at la underscore ney underscore sha that is at la nisha and with further ado will kate Finish the promised Neverland before we record next time. Will Nisha ever stop talking about the promised Neverland? No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Will we stop loving the... Will we stop loving the Class 1A students? Find out next time on Did You Have To. Bye. Bye.